Hi everyone, it's Jackie from the Pod Canberra. I'm here today to talk to you about building on a boundary. We're getting a bunch of questions uh, from clients and potential clients asking if they can build a secondary residence or a granny flat on a boundary. Now, in the ACT in Canberra, which is where we're bringing you this podcast from, uh, technically, if it's a Class 1A structure and you plan to sleep in it, you cannot, um, you cannot build on the boundary. So you need to be at least 1.5 metres off, sometimes even 3 metres off the boundary. So let's say you've got a garage in a space that you want to either renovate it to make it a granny flat or a gym or a studio of some sort. You can, with a garage, you can certainly uh, fit it out and change it up to be, you know, your home business, things like that, but you cannot live in the structure. It can be, uh, as far as I'm aware, there you can, it can be an office, it can be a um, small business, like a little hairdresser, it can be um, a gym uh, if you're doing martial arts or working out. These are all great ideas for converting a garage and really up-specking your garage and maybe lining it and cladding it and making it look nice, um, maybe putting mats down or putting new flooring down. So that would be a way that you could actually put a structure on a boundary is whether it's a garage, carport, or if it's converting into something that's not habitable. Now, as soon as you want to put somebody in there to live or to sleep, even if it's for one night, it's classed as a class one structure. So a class one structure, we go through it, this in detail in another podcast, but a class one means that it, it's completely habitable. It's like the main residence or your home at the moment. Wherever you're living and sleeping, that is a class one structure. So it needs to be up to code in that specific area, which means it cannot be on a boundary. So we get a lot of questions like that of going, oh, can we just convert my garage into a granny flat? It's like, actually, ACT won't allow you to do that, which then means if you put any cooking facilities or if it burns down or if it burns the house down, if uh, if anything dodgy is there, it can reduce the value of the property, but also your insurance doesn't cover you if anything ever happens. So you just want to be really cautious if, you know, if you're trying to do the dodgy thing and, um, and you know, kind of go around the rules, uh, there, there can be consequences as well. So you just want to, you want to be really cautious, especially if you're spending money on, you might have equipment in there, you might have, you know, anything inside of it won't be covered if it's a livable structure. Uh, and if it's a livable structure that you've turned it into, that is not meant to be. So ultimately, um, hopefully that answers some of your questions of, you know, can a building be on a boundary? Ultimately, if you're going to sleep in it, needs to be at least 1.5 off the boundary. Then you'll need to take into consideration, you know, shadowing of your neighbor. If you're on the north side or you, you're shadowing your neighbor's northern sun, that can also cause you to be pushed off the boundary. Uh, if you've got easements at the back of your block or at the side of your block, and you're looking to build on the side of your block, you still need to create access for the government to the back of your block, which needs to be a minimum of 2.5, usually three meters. So technically, if you stay three meters away from the the side boundary, and if you're some distance off from the house, uh, if you're putting in windows, usually it's three meters off for a habitable structure, three meters from the house, three meters from the boundary, and then however big the structure is, 
that should be a complying structure and you'll be able to live in it. You And then whoever your builder is, builds it to a class one, which means that it needs to have an energy efficiency rating of a minimum of six stars at the moment, soon to be seven stars. And it needs to be obviously, you know, Australian standards compliant and uh, obviously compliant with all of the BCA and the building code. So you want to make sure that it's done correctly and then it actually adds value to your property. And at this time where all the property is going crazy expensive at the moment, it's probably a perfect opportunity to make sure things are approved because I've had a client have, have things that are unapproved on their site and the bank devalued and took like a like a, a quite reduced amount um of their uh you know final what do you call it you know what i'm talking about the uh you know the valuation the, so they did a bank valuation found unapproved structures and actually lowered the valuation uh of the bank which means the borrowing capacity wasn't as high so you know you might even need to look at removing said structures in order to, you know, do other things uh, or refinance or whatever you end up doing with your financial advisor or your broker. <laughs> um, so I just want you to know, I guess, our experience and what we've uh, seen and heard people go through because it's just we're obviously dealing with it every day and it's uh, it's just really good to learn and get yourself educated and just know what's happening and just ask as many questions. You always seem... Uh, we always think that clients are way more educated at the more questions that they ask. So please ask so many questions. As soon as you're made to feel like questions aren't good, then yeah, just go with your gut feeling. Make sure, yeah, you get a few different quotes and you talk to multiple different people uh, to do whatever you're looking to do. But ultimately, a uh, building on a boundary, it just depends what kind of structure it is. All right, I'm going to leave you there. Have a great afternoon, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this, and I will chat to you soon. Bye.